first podcast of 2020. Nice. By the way, I, I figured it out. I beat the system. I got out of I got out of doing uh, marking anything as episode ten because this is now season two, episode one. All wow, right. you, you're so slick. That that's all I want. That's really all I wanted to do today. We can actually just end it right here. I just wanted to present how how brilliant I am and how just pure that through pure incompetence and laziness I managed to uh, keep us under ten episodes for last season. Pause for applause. Oh, I'm sorry. I was having a special moment. You're always having a special moment. Yeah. So uh, I noticed that um, I think this year might hold the record for quickest year turn to shit, like immediately. We are like still in January. And let's see, we've had basketball stars falling out of the sky. Rest in peace. Did you? I, you're looking at me like you have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, no. I, you, saw, I, you. I saw your article okay. before. Yeah, yeah. there's that. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have the whole impeachment thing going on. Uh, we have a deadly virus outbreak from China, which is going to kill us all. So, yeah, good, good. I'm glad we're right back on track. I was afraid this year might be better, but thankfully we're – No, we're, no, I, I don't think the, Yeah, don't drink Coronas or else you get sick. Wait, what's this about Corona? Hey, speaking of, it's called the coronavirus, dumbass. Speaking of, oh. what uh, are you guys drinking <laughs> other than Coronas? I, I, I have a... Uh, I don't care. I just don't care anymore. I, I have what I, I like to call a uh, root beer float. It's uh, root beer schnapps and... Um, oh. That's not and, what I uh, picture. That's not what I picture when I think of root beer float. I think of like... Um, Where's the ice cream? Those, can, those can, foamy can drinks, I, yeah. Can I finish? No, we're going to interrupt you. Are you not listening? Oh, oh okay. So, okay. Well, yeah, it's it's root beer schnapps, and then there's there's uh, it's mixed with vanilla rum. So the vanilla rum gives it the the ice creamy, foamy, tasty stuff. It's tasty. Okay, I'll take your word that it's tasty. And Kevin, what are you chugging down there? Masagave. Oh, the masagave. Apparently. Is that the one you said you were going to try and you were like, yeah, it's pretty good. And then you now you it's like all you drink at this point. Yeah. But so that was several months ago before I moved. And then, yes, I finally tried it. I went, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then apparently it sells very well. So they extended it a month because it's a limited brew. And oh, then that I, was I, limited. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was one of the limited. But then I'm still finding it at my local place. And the last time I was there, I bought like three you know, four, four packs just because I didn't want to miss out. Cause they, it, you get lucky if it's in the, on the shelf. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm keeping it simple. I'm just keeping, I just have a, a blue moon over here. I'm bearing it today. No hard wow. liquor. Well, I have to, I have to, I have to work tomorrow. So, you know, I don't want to get too trashed. I think we all have to work tomorrow, right? Oh no, no. Kevin doesn't. Cause today's not Sunday. Tomorrow that's right yes. Kevin. Yeah. yeah i'm trying to remember what happened yesterday and i remember in the evening when i had dinner and then watched a movie and then went to bed but well, such an action i don't remember like how do you keep track of it all the beginning of the day <laughs> i woke up i put food in my face i watched the screen i went to sleep <laughs> who knows yeah, what time went wow how the tables have turned now i'm not the worst at calendars nice <laughs> <laughs> Finally, something goes right for me in 2020. 
Very nice. So yeah, so speaking of the whole impeachment thing, that's that's fun. Has anyone been actually following it or giving a shit about it? Because I'll be honest, I do not really. No, because I figured that uh, you know the the Republicans are just like, oh, you know what? Um, Trump could they could have walked in on Trump and he could have been holding a bloody dagger over a dead body, and they'd be like, what? I don't see anything. Nothing happened. So no matter what happens, they will just deny any wrongdoing and they don't care. So nothing's ever going to happen. So why? why I, I mean, I, I've given up on all this. Yeah, I was kind of curious how this system is supposed to work. If the people who are supposed to be trying him were consulting him before the quote unquote trial even started and were went on record saying they're formulating a strategy with him. For the tr- how is this not how 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 does this work? Yeah, really. Like, can you imagine if you if before like your murder trial you had like you and the jury met and decided how the jury was gonna get you off? Yeah. Oh, the, it's this, it's just it's absolutely you, corrupt. You have so, to remember it's not a, an actual court case. It's sort of like follows that that tradition and and those terminology but but regardless like i'm not going to sit here defending it i i think the only thing i can hope for is that you know a, a, a large significant amount of those republicans end up losing their next re-election because the population is actually for you know the witnesses and moving forward and doing stuff and yeah, I, yeah but know, the population I, is also completely f- stupid like you had the republicans literally go in front of uh the camera after i think the first or second round of the hearing and say oh my god the evidence and the um witnesses that are being presented are so limited we want to see more evidence we want to see more witnesses meanwhile they are voting against allowing witnesses and evidence in the trial yeah and since people get their news from shit like you know fox news and cnn and whatever that's all they hear. They turn it on and they see like a Republican senator going, oh, we would love to have a fair trial. We want more witnesses and more evidence, but the Democrats are just not producing it. Thank you and goodbye. And they're like, well, good, I guess. Uh, yeah, the whole cry about, you know, they it's not a fair trial and they didn't get to defend themselves. And now it's like, no, we're not going to defend ourselves. Yeah. We're just I mean, so- say no. So far, apparently, they've um, the they're taking this so seriously that a bunch, that some Republican senators have, let's see, some have fallen asleep, others are sitting there <laughs> doing crossword puzzles, and apparently mm-hmm. a bunch of them brought fidget spinners to this thing because they're so bored because they don't care. They're just waiting for it to end so they can vote, you know, right. for Trump and then go back to being assholes. Yeah, or, I saw that too. Or continue being assholes. So, uh, and uh, for me, it just comes back to what I've said before, where. I just firmly believe that everything I was taught about this country and this whole legal system and the government system is such crap. Uh-huh. None of it works. Or, or I mean, none of it can, I guess, look, I mean, obviously nothing's perfect. And I guess the founding fathers couldn't have foreseen everything, but holy crap. I mean, how is it that we have supposedly these different branches and as, as soon as one party gets power of two of them, they can get away with literally anything. Yep. That's not yeah. a system of checks and balances uh, at all. No, it's it's just uh, I don't get it. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. I I've I, I now have like zero faith in the system. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I've become very very disillusioned. 
But with every passing day, I learn a little bit more about New Zealand and why yeah. I want to go there. Also, no coronavirus break outbreaks in New Zealand yet. So oh, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, have you guys been following this whole Wuhan virus thing at all? It's actually pretty freaking terrifying. Um, well, it's about ten times as worse as the SARS virus. Yeah, and that's that part I caught. And that's concerning the fact that uh, that's only what we know. People are now saying, concerning the fact that China has quarantined 35 million people, uh, there's a lot of stuff going around saying that they're completely hiding the severity of the outbreak and just how bad this whole thing is. So, yeah, don't leave the house. No, no. Ever, ever. Just, just don't leave ever. Well, and articles about some people going like, yeah, I made it. I traveled without you know anybody stopping me Woohoo! look at me yeah like yeah we do, do they know what incubation periods are and stuff That's, like that we don't know no <laughs> the only thing we know no, I, mean, I meant like the people that are like haha I, I beat the system i wasn't stopped and you know like i'm fine oh i don't know those people are dead it's yeah <laughs> um yeah no uh, yeah that's that's it that's another thing the amount of information coming out of it is kind of surprisingly thin in this day and age like we had um we there was a scare here in North Carolina where uh, a guy traveled through Wuhan and he developed some symptoms and on the, basically on the flight back he contacted the doctors here and said hey I'm having symptoms that are similar to this and I was just in, literally in the in the area of the outbreak so they quarantined him uh, as soon as he got off the plane and I think they said that it's that's not what it is but again there's no been official statement also how much does that suck for the people on the plane by the way. Oh breathing my God! That, breathing that recycled air. Like he has to sit on a plane full of like a few hundred, a couple hundred people, and just breathe on all of them. And that's another, you know, and that actually is a good question. So like they quarantined him when they when he got off the plane, but wouldn't they have wouldn't they have had to quarantine pretty much everybody on that plane? That's oh I yeah, I would think so. Like if he t- if he God forbid he tested positive, uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, really. Maybe contain it. It's like the patient zero kind of thing, you know. I mean, that that's all you need is like, uh, that's how it happens on, on the movies, you know. Like someone is like, oh, I'm fine, you know, or <clears throat> he has a little cough, and then you know it shows how it spreads and and all that other shit. It's it's we're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I base I base all my knowledge about outbreaks and diseases on that Dustin Hoffman movie outbreak. That's it. Everybody said it's incredibly inaccurate. That's not how it works. None of it is even remotely factual, but I do not care. <laughs> I don't know exactly. if I ever saw that. Mine. You ever saw Oddbreak? Oh, man, you should. I it's... might have. If I did, I don't remember. There's two supposedly good Outbreak movies. One is the Dustin Hoffman one, which is completely inaccurate about everything, but it has drama. Also, it has oh. monkeys, and it has Dustin Hoffman in it. And it has Kevin Spacey, but it's okay because he dies in it, so you're allowed to watch it and hate him, so it's fine. Oh okay. Oh, spo- that, was, that also spoiler. came out before, before we now know bad things about him, right? But after he did those bad things, so it doesn't oh, matter. So, <laughs> so like you're watching the movie and going, "What a wonderful actor!" But at the same time, in your mind, he's sort of grabbing little boys' testicles. Also, get that shit out of your mind, you pervert. Um, and then there's another one that came out a few years afterwards, which I don't remember, which was with Matt Damon, which was supposed to be more. Uh, closer to how like a, a real outbreak would happen and how it would be contained and how people would deal with it. Um, it was a Steven Sandberg movie. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? I, I, I recall that movie, but I don't think I watched 
It's yeah, really great. It's yeah. really great because Gwyneth Paltrow dies in the first 15 minutes, and any movie where that happens is just so like, <laughs> ah, good. Now we can move on with the with with the good part of the film. But where am I going to get my goop then? Do you not produce enough goop in the course and, of the day? And, you spend and, most of your time producing goop. You're fine. Speaking <laughs> of which, I can't let this pass. Did you hear about the vagina-smelling candles? Wait, wait what? The, the, they, she came up with a, a scented candle that smells like vagina. Wait, hold on. I, I know I'm, I'm like maybe... half interested. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, but... But they all, but they're all different. Oh, you know. I mean, generally similar. Really? I mean, I feel like we can start a whole other podcast series based on this, but I, I think they're very, <laughs> very, very different, right? No. Oh man. I yeah, mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm not just... talking about. I'm not talking about. I don't know. Just talking about like. Le- you know what? I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop right there. I know. Is, I'm, is this I'm, like? I know. Yeah. I'm gonna, I don't just. Mm-hmm. Is this like rose petal vagina or old wharf vagina? <laughs> I don't know. She came up with like a whole bunch of herbs and they were t- – whatever the article was, she was like, oh, that smells like my vagina. And then she went with it. It's terrifying that there's a combination of herbs that smell like a vagina. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so oh anyway, I could, you mentioned it, so I had to that, – that clicked and I had to mention it. Do you think well, it's herbs, or do you think she like sits on each individual candle before they send it out, and that's just sort of? <laughs> they actually listed the ingredients. It, 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 I have to look at find out. But, but great human biology. Gwyneth Paltrow sat on it. Oh my god, that's. Ugh. So so you this this was like a double tangent off the main topic, but you were like um, outbreak, you know, and you learned everything you know about how viruses spread from the No, not learned. I was misinformed by that movie. I don't want to say learned because I don't want anybody to think that 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 movie is like knowledge or or it's scientific. Yeah, no, I understand. I I just want to rewind to that point because I had a follow-up point. I learned everything from like pandemic board games. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. I yeah the pandemic well I didn't play the board game I played the uh, the phone uh, the 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 mobile the game yeah yeah that's a great game I, it was kind of fun is it like the board game are they based on each other or not uh, no not really because in oh, pandemic I I think it's called plague though isn't it no there is a pandemic board game so in the mobile game you're 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 basically controlling the disease and you're trying to kill as many people as possible yeah, yeah I'm assuming yeah, yeah. in the board game I think you're trying to stop it right yeah. Totally. And then Pandemic Legacy, which is – now we're getting into board games and fun stuff. Well, yeah, well, hold on. We're not up to board games yet, buddy. All right. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Jerry wants wants to update us on uh, on uh, all 15 hours of seasons that he played with. No, I haven't yeah. played the uh, seasons. The only game, <laughs> new game that I've played recently was with uh, Kevin. Oh, okay. Well, you know, since we started the, the conversation, let's, let's, let's get on board game because I actually have – uh, I have a legitimate question with board games, and I think this is also related to uh, people who play like a lot of video games. The same thing can be said about them. But I'm really curious, Jerry. You constantly send videos of new board games that you buy. Every other week, you're just like, oh my god, look at this new game I got, and you know, you're taking out the pieces and breaking out the molds yeah. and and basically just jizzing all over yourself as yeah. you're setting up the board. Uh-huh. And I was just it's, gonna say he wipes off the stain after. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. There, all the cards are sticky. But the thing is, 
I'm just curious. Like, you have so many new board games. But if you have board games that you legitimately love and recommend, how like what do you have time to play all these new games and also ever like do you ever get to revisit the games you truly love and if so why not just play the games you like as opposed to keep trying new ones yes and okay that that's a good question um and you obviously don't have anyone to play board games with and you're you're sad and lonely or else you'd you'd know the answer to it that is true um you know so um it I, i guess like when you have a game uh, especially um if, if it's not anything that's app based which i think a, a few episodes ago we had a conversation about like how how that was kind of like i i would never invest in an app based game but um it's not going anywhere you know it, it could sit on your shelf for 40 years so 40 years from now you could take that game out and and play it when it's out of print um so a, a lot of a lot of me a lot of the times when i buy a game it's because uh, i'm kind of like paranoid that's going to go out of print too um that's happened to some of my favorite games but um and there's only so many times that you could play one particular game in one particular time so like i've played a game to death and then put it on a shelf for two years and then gone back to it and been like oh my god it's like a breath of fresh air playing this game again it's awesome so yeah but hold on oh hold on before i forget all this let me just tackle all this. so in 40 years there's going to be a ton more games so to say that like you can pick this game up again in 40 years but you're not going to because by that time there's going to be a know? billion other games because i'm i'm following a pattern i'm watching you now i have never seen you revisit a game let's put it this way so what would make you revisit it in 40 years, especially with games that you're like, oh, my God, I just played this weekend. This is the best game ever. And then I never hear about it ever again. Well, because maybe I, you know, don't want to bother you with that. Something like Splendor, which is a good, fun game that's lightweight. I mean, that's a good go-to game that I will play over and over again. Or, you know, it's it's kind of like the, hey... We have a half an hour. Let's play Splenda, or you know, um, I could see Azul being uh, one of those games too. And it's just, it's kind of like, who's your audience? Who are you playing with? I have people that like, you know, Euro games, but don't like the, you know, card games uh, and and stuff like that. So there's there's lots of different reasons um how many how and, many gaming yeah, there sessions are some, do you have in the course of a week i mean it depends you know like on, like, like on average one or two okay um you know but uh, i mean there are times where my son is in town or if kevin comes to visit um you know we'll, we'll play a bunch of games uh there are times where you know, it it might be, you know, a dry spell and, and, and I can't play or, or, you know, I'll have to resort to playing with myself. Um, I was, I was, I was, I can't, that. You, how long was that before uh, Jerry got back on masturbation? <laughs> uh, that couldn't have been long. That's his go-to joke. Come on. <laughs> you're, you're super quiet. It's not, Kevin. it's, it's not a joke, Kevin. It's, it's not a joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. That's right. Why do you think his camera is always from the chin up? All right. I, what are you talking about? 
Fuck. <laughs> so you, you and and I can there's, sort of... there's that goop, Gwyneth. <laughs> <laughs> it's goop. Uh, Kevin, uh, fix your I mic. I can expand. How's this? No. Okay, fixing your headphones does not make your mic any louder. <laughs> I have a, Wait, I have a does, Can you hear me mic. better now that I fixed my... Wait, hold on. <laughs> yes, actually, if you guys would shut up and stop joking, there's actually a mic... We're not joking, hear you. There's a mic adjustment on my headset, so that is why I would touch my headset. I don't believe you for a second. You That's don't not... believe shit. You, you're, yeah. When it, you, you're right. I don't believe shit. I believe actual factual information, not your bullshit. All right. Anyway, now that we're done with that little, I can expand on Jerry's conversation about the the games. Like once you, you know, he's sitting there collecting games because he like, you know, hears about one or passes it, and he's like, oh, maybe this this sounds great. This is the kind of game I like. I'd like to add it to my library. But like the the meetup group that i started to connect with local to me has um like we've we've gathered maybe only five people's list of games and there's over 900 games between all of us that's and insane it it, it, it is that's and impressive. some of the <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I mean, imp- actually i should have said that's impressive it's not insane that that is actually but, legitimately impressive but like one of one of the the one of the couples in the group in sort of like the inner circle, uh, the, the one of the coordinators, they have so many games, they sort of like, they've started to, you know, let's say somewhere along the line, you're going to buy a game that is not like, let's, let's say your favorite or in your top, you know, who knows, top, top percent. So like they auction it or they start to lend it out to friends and stuff like that. And like the cool thing about a group like this is, uh, you know, a bunch of people could have different games that they like, and then you can mix and match, and then you just get together. There is something good about having like the choices of of a big library, but I but I do get like at some point that you're just sort of collecting for the sake of having games, or like you want to try one out, and then you're like, ah, that's not good, and you're right, it stays on the shelf because you know it's not your go-to game. So, but I think that's part of the process. Is this what? 2,000 games a, new games a year. It's and, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So there's a crazy amount of games out there. And then, you know, Jerry also touched on a point. There's different genre, genres of games, some I don't even understand the name of, but there's, like, co-op games and Euro Euro games and deck builders and and whatever. So Ameritrash. Like, <laughs> so you might like certain kinds, but, like... Um, you know, or or there's a category of like, well, this is, you know, an hour game. And if you're teaching somebody an hour and a half, but then this is a crazy, awesome 10 hour game. But you have to have like dedicated people because you can never play. So you might play that big game once a year, but it's fantastic. And then, you know, the go to games are those one and a half hour games like this meetup group has. Yeah, a, that makes uh, sense. Every Monday we have like a three to four hour night at at a local bar with like a back room that they let us use and you can't take a, a heavily complex game that you got to teach people and it gets crazy but then like next saturday they we have this community center at a mall it's going to be what 10 10:30 in the morning till 9:30 at night oh and, that's cool you know 20 to 40 people show up and like if a if a bunch of us are looking to play that 
you know, three, four, five hour game, we like sort of talk amongst ourselves and schedule it and then it and then we get to set it up. So there's like there's all kinds of you know, varying circumstances that could add up to a variety of different games you want to add to your library. But you do find yourself revisiting certain ones, is what you're trying to say at some point. When 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 it's appropriate, when time allows, you will go back and play games that have really struck a chord with you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That that's pretty much what I was curious. I don't know if that I say that's the thing because I said it also relates to like video games. And I think that at this point, all of us have built up pretty significant libraries of video games. You guys way ahead of anything I have, obviously. But like every time, like for example, uh, okay, here's a great example. So between like the Epic Game Store and uh, uh, Xbox Live and something else I'm forgetting right now, there's constant like free games which I obviously always grab just for the sake of having them. So at this point, my library of games is just gigantic. I will never play 90% of them at this point. Right. So, yeah. And there's some games that I really like that I'm just never going to go back to because I just don't have time because so much new good stuff is coming out. It's crazy. Yeah, I agree. And it, it's almost like with board games, you have to consider a Kevin ratio, um, a point system. Oh, like absolutely. If you spend X amount of money, it's got a sort of you know, amount of time you're spending on it, it's sort of a better way to measure it because, like, even my Steam games, you know, a huge majority of them are, like, a couple minutes and then I gave up on it because I bought it but I didn't like it or whatever. <clears throat> right. Well, but I'm like, wondering... Let's... Oh, go No, on. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was saying, like, take the the game that you suggested, Skippy, um, Mechanica. I got that... It was like 45 bucks or something on Barnes and Noble, and it's it's a fun game. It's not, but I wouldn't hey, say it was one of they're my not a favorite. sponsor, so don't you dare plug them. All right? Yeah, exactly. But um, I'm gonna edit that out. All right, we don't know where you got that uh, game. <laughs> I bought it at, <laughs> and uh, it was it was fun. It was interesting. It was kind of like a programming kind of thing because you, you you buy tiles and lay them out, and like based on that tile, you can go back and and upgrade this thing, or or, or you know it takes longer to go through your factory, but it, it it's worth more. It was it was neat, and like so many times we were like, oh shit, that'll fuck me, but this is kind of cool. And then when you learn how to you know what the the tile meant it, it was it was and how it really worked or how to really use it effectively it was cool so it, it's a fun game it's not like a oh my god i'm going to play this every night but you know it might be you know if i'm with my normal euro game friends i might be like hey let's try something different this is kind of cool it's a neat mechanic um so i could totally see that pulling that out every so often and and you know playing it with my son or or whatever actually now uh kevin's son is somewhat in the area so you know he could come out for the weekend and play games yeah i'm sure he doesn't want to visit his biological father no fuck that i invited him to join my my gloomhaven campaign so yeah one and a half hours versus five and a half hour drive so I tried to sell my wife on I don't know why I even bothered. I tried to sell her on Gloomhaven and I think about Wait, what? Thirty seconds into my pitch and explanation of the game, 
I think we almost got divorced. <laughs> I know your wife, and yeah, I don't blame her. Like, yeah, no, I was just like, I mean, come on, you know, they you could you could slowly see like her eyes just slowly roll into the back of her head, and her thinking, oh, I should have married that doctor in college. So <laughs> I, I mean, if you could commit to every Monday or whatever that uh, Jerry's doing his game night. That it's online. What do you mean it's online? Well, yeah, but that's not the no. Here, but I here I go to... inviting him into your game, right? No, no, aren't no. But you doing it, uh, uh, Jerry, aren't you doing it online? No, you're not. Wow, using... look at the terrified look on his face. I think he's doing you're it not... online. You son of a bitch. <laughs> how is how is your son coming to your house to play Gloomhaven every Monday? He's not. I, airplanes. I, I, airplanes. I, <laughs> we have ways to travel. I entertained the idea of hanging up a, a camera. So he could watch it and like Skyping him in, but it would still be physically based. The only thing that I'm using that's quote unquote online, that's electronic it's tabletop currently. Game. No, it's, really? it's an app called um, like Gloomhaven helper or something, hey, which is not a awesome sponsor either. All right. So it it totally, <laughs> yes, this podcast, so how are you, how are you guys you playing every Monday? My local friend and I, are playing every Monday and so far every oh, Monday. Oh, I two. totally. Thought I'm hoping tomorrow son. will be number three th- in a I row. I thought it was your son. I thought it was your no. Son. All right, that makes sense. You have a local guy. <clears throat> that local guy again. Yeah. So lame. Everybody's like a local guy for something, but usually it's for something like drugs or something. Jerry's like, <laughs> I got a local guy. Yeah, man, he gets in my Gloomhaven. It's nice. And 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 if if uh, if. Jerry's wife doesn't like him, she could always fire him. <laughs> <laughs> now, the only thing I've been I've convinced my wife to play lately, which has been really awesome actually, was uh, Azul, which is just I uh, I, I don't want to say it's surprisingly a good game because I didn't know much about it, but I'm let's just put this way: I'm surprised we both like it as much as we do, and the fact that we can play it over and over and over again and not get sick of it. And also, that's the first one, right? <laughs> that's cute. That's so two years ago. Yeah, I know. But, You're adorable. You know, baby steps, baby steps. But I, she, she's. I haven't beaten her once yet. I always get ahead in the beginning, and I always think it's really cool that I'm up by like five points. You get ahead in the beginning? That seems like a like that, winning to me. That's how I get distracted. God damn it. <laughs> after, after that's all the blood how is, she wins after all the blood has gone from the brain she's like that, that, oh, no, no, no. oh I'm sorry was it my turn or your turn you're like uh, I don't know it was your turn thank you for that visual I can never play Azula ever again <laughs> uh, but yeah no that's uh, then the, the thing is like she's just so I can't t- either I'm that bad at board games or she's just that good at them because she I, I don't think I've ever beaten her ever in anything or you're just kissing ass right now. You'll be like, "Oh, honey, I didn't know you listened to the podcast." Gee, she no. doesn't listen. She doesn't listen to the shit. I, I heard her. I heard her. I think. I, I think I heard her in the beginning. Uh, I think she tried to listen to some of the earlier uh, episodes, and I could just hear, you know, like when a person hits like fast forward every other time. <laughs> you know, like every time, like, and now let's talk about that fast forward. Okay, now let's move on to that fast forward. <laughs> You know what? Maybe if she really wanted to be engaged, she should join us for the podcast one time. I mean, it, it, just, it would be great, but, you know, when? Kevin is always here. Kevin has been here for every single episode. That's right. It's hard. It, it's terrible. And you can't, have, you can't have four people. That's just crazy talk. 
<laughs> well, back in the beginning, we were talking about having guest stars to the to the show. Guest stars? I don't think stars was yeah. Weren't an you option. inviting? Oh, supposed to invite them, and and that failed. Well, that that person sort of heard our podcast. <laughs> Wisened up? What? Yeah. It's like I'd love to do this. Let me listen to an episode followed by never call me again. Yeah. Um, it's like oh, it's a bunch of drunk men. It is. Yeah. Called oh, what's your men. point? <laughs> In our defense, we start out sober, though. Sometimes. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so since we're talking about the topic, do you guys have any new board game recommendations? Anything you guys have tried in the last... I don't know the last time we even talked, so I don't know what it, what has transpired since then. The one I'm looking forward to on Saturday with the, the meetup group is Tapestry, which is a good four-ish hour game uh, if you have new players. But I know Tapestry. That sounds really, really familiar. I'm going to look this up while you explain it. Like a civilization building game. Yeah. Um, the You're kind of building up points by you know, sort of progressing your civilization. But I, what's funny is there's only two of us with a copy, me and this one other guy, and I actually let my son... Uh, take it to school because he wants to there's a club at um at college that he's joining or is in already or whatever and i figured you can't show up without any games so i let him take my tapestry but i knew there's another guy at the group because we have this wonderful google doc with the list of everybody's 900 games and so like you know i'll just have to make a comment that he that you know he bring it okay I looked it up. It does. I've definitely seen this game before, or maybe we've talked about it before. It looks pretty cool, actually. I think oh. it was a Kickstarter last year, it, right? Yeah. Maybe I think that so. Was a, I didn't get yeah. it from Kickstarter, but yeah, I believe it was a Kickstarter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I've, I. I. Speaking of Kickstarters, I recently got um, a Kickstarter, or I received the the Kickstarter. Um, game called Isle of Cats, which is like a polyomino. <laughs> yeah, it sound yes, I agree. It totally sounds lame, um, and it's it's uh, it's uh-huh. actually really cool and surprisingly deep. It's um, it's like a little polyomino kind of thing where you're rescuing cats. Wait, and, I don't know what poly. Uh, wait, I don't know what polyomino means. Polyomino is um tetris you have uh pieces of various um shapes and sizes and you're trying to fit them together as best as possible um so yeah the the actual uh theme of it is like kind of silly you're going to an island trying to save cats who are about to get kidnapped by some ne'er-do-weller but um, it's surprisingly deep and, and a lot of fun. I've played it a few times, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love like Skippy's response cats. to all of these. It's always like three, two, one. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh huh. A polyamorous game about cats. That's yes. Great. Yes, polyamorous. That's exactly what I said. Um. Maybe you're just bad at selling them. I don't know. Say, I'm not the problem. You're the problem. There we go. Uh-huh. I've deflected. Go me. 
I like it, well. So the thing is, I think with all these games, I think it's even harder than with video games. I think with board games, it's very hard to explain or relay exactly how good or how fun they are without some kind of either visual aid or some or just trying them hands on. Yeah, I totally agree. So I don't know why is it so hard with board games? Why? No, seriously, why is it? Why is it so much easier with video games? That is, maybe we're just doing a poor job of explaining. Them. Maybe you know what? I think I think I you, don't know. But I, also, I think you do, you do a much better job of it because you actually relate it to other games. You're like, if you've played this, it's similar to that, but with a little more world building and with more cats. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think there's if it's a, a decent game, there's a lot of depth to it, and it's it's not easy to just be like, it's like playing this. You, you know, there's, there's a lot to it. So in order to kind of... Uh, get to all of that it's it's not easy and and there are times where i've been i've watched reviews on games and i'm like oh that looks great and then when you actually play it you're like wow this is totally different a totally different experience when you actually play it but um yeah no i agree i think uh the reviews for games that i've seen where i was completely excited about trying them Actually, more often than not, it wind up being so disappointing, and the games that look really boring from the get-go wind up actually being a lot of fun. Um, like I, I always use um, what's that game? I always use a, a, a Katana as an example of that, where uh-huh. I I was so excited to play that game, and I always wanted to try it, and then when I finally played it. I did not even remotely enjoy it, and that game is like classic, and it's re- well reviewed everywhere, and everybody loves it, and I thought it was. Bleh. I think that game is like one of the most common intro to non monopoly games, you know, like the. the Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's another one like called Carcassonne or something like that. And and it's surprising, like there's a a real staple uh, like Ticket to Ride is another one. So it's like these games that everyone plays because they're rather simple to be taught. And then you kind of pick up on it quickly and you, you could learn so they're like on the mild side they're and and they introduce their introduction games but yeah, then they're you know, gateway games yeah they're exactly. like oh you know you're trading wood for sheep and this and that and if you really like that let me show you this game and or that game where it's a whole lot more intense and or or there's more moving parts and stuff like that Oh, so the problem is that I'm just too damn sophisticated for these games. I get it. All right. Thank you for yes. putting that up. I, I appreciate that. Yes. Uh, that's you. exactly what it is. Speaking of which, when I saw that game that I recommended for you, Joey, I think I mentioned we were at um, a certain bookstore. Book yeah. <laughs> one of the few remaining <laughs> places where they sell. Actually, they sell less and less books. At this point, they pretty much sell coffee, board games, and I don't know, and toys. They actually have a they have a dedicated toy section now. Like really, really? just a toy section. Yeah. Not wow. even like educational toys or anything like that. Just toys. You can you can go buy a nerf gun at this point at, at the local Barnes and Noble. It's kind of wow. depressing. Yeah. Um, but uh the I have to say the board game section, oh my god, every game on that shelf looks so freaking good. I don't know if the mechanics are good, I don't know if they'd actually be fun, but they are so well designed, so well put together, like you just literally want to clear out every shelf in that store. Every game looks incredible. Yeah, well, that that and that, that's where you go to, like the the Kevin scale and like what you know, like you said, buying these games. So if you spend like forty bucks on a game, and you play it 
two or three times, you've gotten your money's worth. And it's kind of like if I were to take the family to a movie, I'm spending 40-something bucks for two hours. Like a set of Catan, you might play like, what, two hours with a couple of people? You you have to play that game, you know, 10 times before you actually pay for itself. So it, it, it really, you got to be careful because the Kevin scale is you want to hit a, a one ratio, you know. So no, you want to go above one. Yeah, I mean. One ratio is, eh. One is, is like you got your money's worth. And then better is is better and less than that is like well, <laughs> better is better huh. <laughs> really now tell me more <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i had <laughs> hold on man. is worse worse than yeah no. exactly oh i figured this is why i can't That's play crazy talk this is why i can't play katana a higher so number is better a lower number is worse how about that that's that's the proper way to say that sentence all right, so if we kind of segue that into um, into video games, I saw somebody uh, put up a thing here regarding the whole streaming game thing. Is it too early to talk about this? Like, who's... Uh, who's winning? Who's... You, you, okay, so oh, uh, quite versus, honestly... Because uh, it's, it's all in beta at this point, as far as I'm concerned. I'll talk about it, but honestly, like, I don't have much, a lot of experience with either of them. Um, I'm finding that I'm I'm not doing so much like mobile gaming, like the the. Did we lose Jerry? We did. All right. <laughs> He's not doing much of anything apparently. No. Nope. Cool. All right. Hold on. I, I'm I'm guessing in about thirty seconds we're gonna yeah, get a rant about how much Skype sucks. So it's not it's not him. It's, you it's, know... it's Skype. Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt him while he was speaking, but like, thanks to the fates, I can now. Um, I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. He, weren't you talking about streaming? Whether, whether you know, Twitch is losing its. Um... No, 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 game streaming. Uh, the, I think he was talking about Stadia at this point. Oh, Stadia and stuff. Okay. Uh, Stadia, XCloud, and I guess I mean there's still other alternatives, but those are the two main ones at this point. I didn't even so. see that on the list. Come on. You gotta update your list, man. So well, I'm just I, gonna have the list. So the funny thing is, I haven't heard from Jerry yet. So it's very possible he's still giving a 20 minute dissertation on Stadia <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> to, 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 he doesn't even realize. Well, now he's he's off. Well, he's out of the call now. Well, that's good. Well, anyway, I mean, have you have you been uh, have you been playing with Stadia at all? <laughs> No. All right, that I mean that laugh pretty much tells me everything I need to know. <laughs> I mean, I log in to get my free games. Cause oh, they already have free. Some... Wait, they already, they already have free games. Well, there the there was the first like what three, and then they added a couple more. So the, I logged in to like add those. I think they're Wait. up to six. Wait, hold on, I'm confused. They only have like twelve. No, they have like twenty games available. So are are they randomly just? circulating some of them becoming free is that how it's, that works? it's like epic uh has if you're so yeah but they only free, have free yeah but they only have 20 games total yeah i understand but but for a pro subscriber there's actually like you 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 know you quote unquote buy it for zero dollars and it's part of your library now 
if I, it, you know, when once the three months is up, I'm not renewing that shit. So like, I think I lose that because that's part of pro level. But I think it's still in your account. Um, if but I were if to ever, only, like go back to it. But if there's only 20 games, right? Let's say you yeah. bought Stadia, and then you go and you like buy two or three games, and then the next yeah. month one of them is free. Well, I mean, the people know which ones are free, and you don't buy them. Do you know ahead of time which ones are free? No, they're like adding new games to the library, and then they become free. I'm so confused, but okay. They, they weren't available to buy in the first place. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. Is have there been any good freebies? Uh, not really. Uh, all right. You know, I'm more I'm more excited about you know adding, not forgetting my epic game of the week. You know. I miss I missed a bunch actually. I do they do one games. every week? Yeah, yes. sure. except, oh. except during Christmas when they did uh, one every day. Yeah. But there wasn't really anything that good. I think the best game, and hey, that's just according to popular opinion, was the Wolf Among Us. But I like those, um, you know, indie games, and it's nice to sort of, you know, I might only play them for a half an hour, but I like to mess around with and get an idea of, like, what people are thinking of and what, you know how many different ways can you do ape it or whatever and it's like kind of sometimes you find come across a really good one yeah that's how i felt about like for example that game north i don't know if you guys play that the one with the viking where you defend like an island yeah Remember? i i i, I think it's north one. something it's, it's not just north north it's north like johan edition it, i don't know what that was yeah. yeah that one I, yeah. I didn't play it but i heard a lot of my friends say the same it, thing it's incredibly fun for a day or two and then it's just so repetitive you're like okay i'm, I'm done yeah. with this but like for a free game really really decent it's really well made by the way it's yeah. very well made it's just the mechanic after a while you're like okay i get it like it just it doesn't really go anywhere at that point it just the attackers there's more of them and they're a little stronger so you have to level up your defenders and that's it but it's it's very formulaic maybe My, that's why it's free <laughs> yeah. i was really hooked on uh that game noida uh but then I moved over to Hades, which is fantastic. I have not heard of either of those. Mm-hmm. Well, Hades is a bit – I would say it's a, in the same genre as, like, Dead Cells. Um, oh, is that the one that I recommended to you? Uh, maybe. Dead Cells, it, maybe. I don't know about Hades. Dead, Dead Cells, Cells, you definitely yeah. did, and I right. played the shit out of it when they started. Like, almost in my top ten. Um but Hades, I thought I found it on a sale, and I was like, oh, this looks kind of cool. Um, and then I got super hooked. So well done, and the voiceovers are amazing. Um, yeah, it, like that, the atmosphere of that game, it's, it's, it's refreshing to see a company that like hits the production value. But like the game itself, the mechanics are rather typical or whatever, but they... They do it in such a way that you're like, wow, this is a, I love playing this game. And then you just keep going. That's cool. All right. Um, I think I know the one you're talking about. I'm pretty sure I might have pointed you to that one as well, but I don't remember. Um, I'm, I'm actually currently, uh, as far as like indie games, well, I don't know if actually it's considered an indie game. I think it is, actually. Have you guys ever heard of um, – this is, by the way, very removed from anything that we were talking about before. But have you guys ever heard of the game called Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice? I think it's yeah, cool. I got I think that. So. It I familiar. got that game last holy, year. And I played a little bit. Holy shit! I'm about halfway into it. God damn, that game is 
a whole just a whole nother thing I, yeah. I can't explain it that i have to put that definitely for me goes in the must play category yeah. if you ever get a chance it's a it's a short game it's only about six to eight hours but whoa holy crap just make sure you play with four or five hours yeah yeah that yeah it's for, i love the fact first of all, my favorite thing about it is that there's no information on the screen ever there's no hud so there's no like there's no items like account of items there's no health bar there's no like anything it's yep. a completely clear screen, and the entire game is gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. And um, I don't know if you read a thing about it. Their their whole uh, one of the most important aspects of the game is how they did the sound, because you're playing a character that's sort of descending into madness. So you always hear sounds and voices, and she's hearing things, and she's like going more and more mad as the game goes on. But like if you wear headphones, the sound is um, I forget the word for that. By something by 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 not your by magic. You maybe yeah so like it comes from different angles that you would and it like you know sound moves all around you and stuff like that yeah so if you have a good if you have a good stereo system at home it can probably mimic that as well but with headphones it's absolutely incredible yeah it's one of those games like you absolutely have to play it's it's very simple mechanics you'll breeze through it it's not meant to be very difficult the combat is really great but most of just the visual and the sound is i've never played anything like this in my life it sounds cool it's it's incredible it's like yeah and also the story, it has a lot, it's based on uh, Norse mythology. But the thing is, like, because she's going mad, you don't know where some of the stuff she's seeing seems very obviously, like, incredible. Like, you have these giants, and you have dragons, and you have all this all this crazy shit, and this whole world folding in upon itself, but you don't know what she's seeing in her, you know... You don't know what's and, real and, and what's... Uh, uh, figment of her imagination yes right but kind of like a tv series that i'd love to talk about but someone hasn't finished it yet kevin have you seriously (laughs) not finished mr robot yet i have not oh fuck's sake just how hard is it you just it's one season yeah (laughs) (laughs) great i see what you did there well done (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How many I, I got him left? one episode further along when he was visiting so yeah you're also a fucking failure kevin how many episodes do you have left well let's see how many episodes are there don't stall just say how many episodes you have left i have no don't idea ask me to do, don't ask me to there's do 13 okay so i have 11 episodes well, left oh. oh my god <laughs> i can't i can't and i have to rewatch the last like 15 minutes of the second episode because he was falling asleep i was like kevin kevin he's like you're what? gonna miss this i'm like you're falling asleep he's like oh oh okay yeah we, I, we drank a lot that drives me so insane i don't know why i feel bad my wife always falls asleep when we're watching stuff and i just get so angry i don't know why it's i know it's not rational because I get to see it and I get to enjoy it, but the fact that like she's asleep next to me just always drives me How so. How dare much. you leave me while we're watching this? No, well, I mean, part it's that and partially the fact that I know it. Like I'm gonna have to explain it lately, uh, later, right? Because in her mind, she just wakes up and goes, "All right, Kevin Spacey was the bad guy, right? Cool, let's get to sleep." Like that's that's just her approach to every movie. What was in and the box? Usually, and huh? she's usually right. Oh, yeah, I know like, where the this is going. All right, I I watched the whole thing already. Well, she is. I think I told. I said this before. She is actually incredible at figuring movies out, movies and shows. She gets on that like that. Like I told you, she she figured out seven like halfway into the movie. She didn't even know Kevin Spacey was in it. She's there's just that one scene where you kind of hear his voice. She's like, oh, is that Kevin Spacey? Oh, is he gonna be the bad guy? Oh, and then like the you have the whole storyline with Gwyneth Paltrow, and, and she's just like, oh yeah, she's definitely gonna die before this movie ends. <laughs> like all right, you know what? 
fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> uh, yeah, and as soon as obviously you get to the box scene, she's like, "Is that is that her head?" Cool, nice. Yeah. Way to ruin it. Thanks. Yeah, she's also the person who who about five minutes five minutes into the usual sus- into the usual suspect just goes, "Oh, it's Kevin Spacey. He's just faking. He's." He's Kaiser Soze, right? Like, it's always Kevin Dude. Spacey. <laughs> That's literally her explanation. The moment he pops up, she's like, okay, he's a bad guy. Let's go to bed. <laughs> it's like, yep, I know the way it's going because Kevin Spacey. Yeah, there was something There was something recent. What was that? Uh, there was some kind of – yeah, I mean, she's – what's that? <laughs> Never mind. No, I no, said, no. There was some. There was some recent movie. I forget what it is. I mean, she got what's his name. She got six cents right away. Like, like as like as soon as the kid says something about dead people, she's like, "Oh, Bruce Willis is dead." <laughs> oh, I have nothing more to show you. We're done. <laughs> Let's just get married and have kids, I guess, because whatever. Um, hey, speak, uh, speaking of parenthood speaking and. Of- and of, of parenthood and uh, figuring things out. So we had we had a heated debate uh, last week. Since I may have mentioned that you know I have a child on the way, um, this is a very serious did, conversation. So did you get the kid through Prime? Is it going to be like two day delivery or is it going to take longer? No, I I can wait for the kid. I get he $1. did the Kickstarter. Are you kidding? I, I oh, the, he did the Kickstarter. <laughs> it's going to be the kid the, starter. Nine ah, months from now. Because he's in there. He's in there kicking. Yeah. yeah, it's terrible. So the question is, <laughs> it, like, I really need you to put your parenting hats on, okay? We we disagree about one very important thing, okay? I say that right from the start, you rip the bandaid off, or just don't even apply the bandaid, and never tell, never make the kid believe that Santa is real. Right. Instead of like making them believe it for years and then like, you know, they have to go through the trauma of finding out that Santa Claus is not real. I was just going to no. tell my kid right away that there is no such thing as Santa and they get gifts from their loving parents. And by the way, one of the biggest thing about that is I didn't want to make the holiday season about presents. I wanted it to make about family and stuff like that. So, Discuss. OK, so I firmly believe that my daughter does not believe in santa claus but she acts as if she does i believe and, that your kids are um, smart so i totally believe that yeah but you know what when the kids are young there's it, it makes christmas a little bit special like they it, like we'll put presents out under the tree Ahead By the way, time. hold on. I just want to point out that Kevin looks right now like he just found out that Santa Claus is not real. Kevin, you know Santa Claus is not real, right? <laughs> what? I'm sorry you had to find out on the shape. Oh, podcast. man. We'll explain to you in a little bit. Um, but, uh, I told you, you no know, spoilers. so we'll, we'll put stuff out ahead of time. And then, you know, Christmas morning, Santa Claus comes and everything. And then, like, there's, there's all this other stuff under the tree. And it makes it, it gives it, uh, a special feeling. Um, and I, I feel that... But why? Why do they need to think that a str- some strange man is bringing them presents? Why? It's, it's magical. Other... Yeah, it, it, it really is. And, like, otherwise it's just like, oh, cool. You know, and trust me, knowing kids, if you just were like, no, this is all your parents... It would just be like, oh, okay. So, what am I getting from them? Yeah, you, you know. So, as opposed to what I'm getting from Santa, what's the difference? Yeah, it's it. 
it and like you know you could hold it over them <laughs> and be like you better behave or else you know the creepy old white man that's watching you all the time isn't going to bring you gifts you mean their um, father that's fine <laughs> <laughs> so, i don't know there's, I, I, there's I think like it's a... nice you know, yeah, yes, I'm... we want to teach our young ones, like, what reality is, but let's not shock them too fast. You know, they have to, like, uh, the, you know, the brain has to coalesce into a sane person. So, like, you don't tell them, like, you know, we're impeaching the president of the United States right away. They, they know nothing about that stuff. So there's but, a Christmas tree. But there's a, but there's a, a Santa. gray area. I mean, there's a gray area between Santa and Trump being impeached, I'd like to think. My point is a a a a one two three five year old is their world circle is like what's two feet in front of them you know what's what's this toy oh like why is there a tree in the house that's so weird oh what do you mean and then like the story gets told like if you if you don't want like if you're gonna celebrate it then like you have to have the background of it as a part of it. If you're going to bring a tree in and then it's just presents, but you're going to tell them like, yeah, we just do this thing every year and it's really about just getting together. I mean, okay, but that now you've turned but it why into is that, your own thing. But why is that wrong? Why can't it be more of a reason to spend time together as a family and not be about presents as opposed to, again, hey, make sure – okay, like we, 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 we all sort of criticize and make fun of religion in a way, but isn't this sort of the same level of crazy? Like you're kind of – telling them this imaginary tale about this all-powerful being and as long as they're good they'll get stuff in return why 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 do you right now you you and your wife bother with a christmas tree that you by the way never take down until july actually you know what's funny actually hold on i, I just want to mention, although we we did take the christmas tree down and we took it down way too late last year we are now we're now what uh in january of 2020 the tree that we put up at the end of 2018 is actually still in our backyard in our fire pit. We <laughs> technically still have our Christmas tree from 2018. I just want to point that out. Waiting to get burned? Yeah, we just never got around to, to like chopping <laughs> pieces. It's literally a <laughs> dry thing next to the fire pit in our backyard. But it's that has like got to be a record. On and rained on and now mold is growing. You're never going to want to burn that one. Why? No, it's fine. It's just like... Seasoned oh. firewood. No, it's dried yeah. out. Yeah, it's completely dried out. I'm, I'm pretty sure I peed on it at some point, but that's fine. Uh, well, I mean, every you time know, it just rains, to give it a little spice. It back up. <laughs> yeah, there you well, go. so anyway, my point is like, why are you guys even bothering celebrating Christmas if you're not like? It's just nice. Know, it's nice to put up a nice smelling tree in your house, decorate it with pretty lights, and then like spend time together as a family. I don't know why there has to be the Santa thing. I don't understand why we why we. Doctrine it doesn't have to, but it yeah, it, it doesn't have to. It's I nice. It makes it a little bit special. It adds some magic to it. It's fun when you see, like, when it's the next morning and and you go downstairs and their eyes light up and like, oh my god, this this you know, fat man with reindeer came by and like left me stuff because I'm special. But that presents two problems. First of all, again, they don't appreciate the fact that it's their parents doing this for them. Second of all, they're, they, 
uh, again, it's all about the presence. They completely forget about the family aspect. Third of all is that you you now are forced to have that awkward conversation when they come home one day and say, Billy said that Santa's not real. And then, no, that, that no hold happen. on. What do you You're, mean? Of course that happens. It literally happened to my. Well, it happens. It happened to my wife's knees. And it didn't happen to mine. So it's because your kid is awesome and her. <laughs> no, but but uh, her but knees Skippy. are crap. <laughs> <laughs> but but Skippy, I mean, when you when you are that young, you have no expansive worldview. When you're talking about, you're teaching like, you know, rea- realistically, when you look back. At that age, if any kind of memory of family time, if hopefully you have some, um, you, you know, if if only all of us could have those kind of memories, right? I started but, drinking when I was pretty young, so. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, like, when I remember those, I mean, from as early as I can remember to, I don't know how old I was when we stopped, but every Christmas was Christmas Eve, Christmas, and then post the next day three different families for for like many years enough where it drilled in and it's part of my childhood so like i always remember and and it wasn't just about presence i actually remember more about like you know i'm at my you know grandfather grandparents house on the one side and we're like playing atari all day with like a huge amount of people in the house and like so me and my cousins are playing or whatever and then we have the giant dinner. Like you have those kind of family memories. Yeah. So That's so it's true. like you know what do you want to pass on? You know you and your wife are gonna say like well I love the this about when I was growing up. So like I'd love to make this the the meaning behind you know here's a tree and we have a dinner. Like it's gonna be the whole day's worth and like the the season around it. So you know here's here's that part like yeah. You as a family could choose to to say it straight out, and it's like they're gonna go to school. That you're gonna put the, your child in a in a position where they're sort of left out from the rest, or it's gonna be awkward. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, that's, I, that's the point that my wife made. She said they're gonna go to school and everyone's gonna be talking about Santa, and then your kid's gonna be that asshole who's gonna be like, "You guys are dumb. Santa's not real." I and then was, you're gonna get angry calls from other parents like, yeah, uh-huh. "Your child is an was, asshole." When I was seven, I, I was like, there's no fucking way there's a Santa Claus. I literally, I, I maybe didn't say fucking, but I was so out of it. I was like, did. no, you're wrong. There's no way it's possible. And they pulled me into the other room. And they're like, okay, you're right. They but you're going to ruin it. No, my parents. Oh. My parents. So, and they were like, look, you're right. And we're not here to like have an argument, but you're gonna ruin it for your sister. It's a it's a special day and whatever. And I I all of a sudden went, oh I was right, and I was like, okay I can keep a secret. But then going to school, it's like looking at everybody else, and it t- it totally took me out. It's like everybody else is enjoying this movie except me because like, you know I'm staring at the wall instead of the the movie screen. So it's like uh, in in the world of a little kid, you know I think you're fine for several years and if you want to sort of like let them in on the deal maybe wait for it but just be you know if you don't want to do that and you want to just say hey everyone else is gonna everyone else is thinking this that there's a santa claus but it's really stupid it's us it's about family and there's better higher moral takeaways then sure do that but like then you're not doing what everybody else is doing yeah 
and, and your and kid like, is going to be in a you know an outsider almost. That's true. No, and that like, what's the worst that can happen when it it the truth comes real? So all that stuff that you were getting from the fat man, you're just now going to be getting from us, which is how it was all this time. Dude, some kids take the whole Santa thing pretty hard. Like they lose their shit. Then those kids are probably unstable in other ways also. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be raising her, so I'm assuming she's going to be very unstable. Going to unstable. be unstable in yeah, many other ways. Yeah. You, you've met me. What do you think? What do you think? My kid's going to be normal? That's unlikely. <laughs> At least she'll be stable on two legs. <laughs> oh, wow. Whoa, man. Uh, Wow. That was wow. Yeah. Even I won't go that far. Oh yeah. And I, and I and I and I and I literally so can't. <laughs> well, what, you're stable on two legs too, so that was just bad. That hurts, Kevin. That hurts. <laughs> words hurt. Words hurt. Also SUVs hurt. <laughs> Jeez. SUVs hurt a lot worse. Sticks like, and stones may break my bones. But, as but that's it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I, I think I think I need another drink. So this might be a good a good time a good place to pause and and, and get a get more. I think know, that's a good I... idea. I'm I'm just down to my last sip here. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna okay. So we're gonna pause here. We're gonna go get refills and then we're gonna come right back. Good. Sounds good. You son of a bitch! Did you get food? I did. Uh, a hot dog. Sorry, I was hungry. I'm hungry. I was eating right before. I have to, you know, mitigate the alcohol and everything. So I don't want to get too drunk and fall asleep on my keyboard. No, no, that would, <laughs> that would, that would be, that'd be that. way that off the ramp. That would never happen. Come on, no. that's such a that's such a made up story. Yeah, you still have the K imprinted on your forehead. From the last time that happened, but okay. Um, are you still? Is everybody still drinking the same thing? By the way. Yes, I am. Yep, I got another Blue Moon. You know, I have to say this is probably like one of the safest beer choices ever. It's not amazing. It's nothing like truly mind blowing, but it's just solid. Okay, good. I'm glad it's we're like there in the same realm as light. like a Sam Adams or something. Yeah, it's basically yes. Uh, actually, if you, that's the thing, I know they're different. But if you gave me a, if you took off the labels and gave me a Blue Moon and a Sam Adams, I would not be able to tell them apart at all. I, I, they might actually be made. They're not made by the same by the same company, right? Not that I know of. Oh, okay. Oh no, but oh, I'm sorry. The uh, Blue Moon though is brewed with. Uh, uh, Valencia orange peel. Mmm. Classy. Jerry, you can chew your hot dog. No one's going to take it from you. You don't have to eat the whole thing in like two bites, for God's sakes. No, I just want to talk and not um, mute myself when I'm chewing. Is it like like a parent thing? Like when you have a kid, you have to learn how to eat really quick, like especially like over a sink really quick, like as you have to take your kid to to soccer practice? Oh, absolutely. Well, just in general, when they're really young and they're like – Every seven seconds, I start crying about something. You're like, oh, fuck. And you just have to inhale your food and then go deal with the kid. Why can't you tell him to stop crying or Santa won't bring him a present, though? Or smack him across the face. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, seriously. 
You, you guys are bad. Like, shut up, you <laughs> dumb kid. You, you're whining too much. Yeah, my yeah, my dad used to beat me with a belt if I got out of line. I turned out. Well, that's it. I just turned out. There's, there's no follow well, up to that. The re- the reality is, uh, they whine, and you have to like uh, deal with them without the smack across the face. Wait till you have to deal with those scenarios. Oh, where you want to so <laughs> you're saying you, like where you, you have wish, the wish to beat your kid, but you can't. You wish it was socially acceptable. I mean, as but long it's as not. they're te- as I, I mean, I I hear the trick is to use like yellow pages or a uh, or a bag or a bag full of open soft hand. oranges. Always open yeah. hand. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> terrible. Absolutely fucking terrible. Now you anyway, have to right. you can just waterboard them. You know, now you have to train the kids with like positive reinforcement. They only get the treats when. Oh wait, that's my dog. Yeah. Oh my god. Actually, I can see your dog, Kevin. Yeah. Is that um, the new one? Is that the baby? Is that the puppy? Yes. Yeah, it was supposed to be my dog, but he decided not to do that. Oh, at least you're not oh. bitter about it. You've only brought this up about a dozen times. Like you were apparently robbed of a dog you weren't supposed to get. It's true. There was there was some teasing moments. Uh, she. My daughter she, cries herself to sleep every night because she doesn't have the dog. Uh, well, tell her Santa's gonna bring her. You know what? I have to stop. Yeah. I don't Santa have anymore. Forget it. That's it. I'm not bitter. I just disagree with everybody. And and like I'm not like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get a say on this. My, the, the my stupid kid I'm, is gonna believe in Santa, and I'm gonna hate my life. The only thing that is against you is that is not the mainstream. You're trying to redefine. So like keep Christ in Christmas, you know? Like I, no 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 no. Whoa, hold on. You know me better. No, just, I'm not trying to keep Christ in anything. Bit. No, I know you're not. I know you're not. Like, you're totally redefining the whole situation, and everyone's going to be like, well, go practice that somewhere else, buddy. I don't think focusing on family during the holidays is redefining anything. I think, if anything, that's what it was always about until, you know, people ruined it or companies ruined it. Hi, Mrs. Kevin. So the thing is, is that you're – I, I think you're thinking that this one thing is going to overshadow family. It does. It no, I think it, I'm because I go to I because my wife has a big family. And whenever we go over there for holidays, it's seeing these kids just completely just hyper focus on things and gifts and presents is just it's kind of I think I, I think I'm again, I'm just at that age where that sort of gets a little depressing. It's almost like you're. Wife's like they don't extended. care about anything, but they don't care right. about anything. They're just like, where are my gifts? Where are my gifts? I want my gifts. Where are my gifts? Right. But your wife's um, family is batshit crazy. So if yeah, you teach yourself, kind of... if you teach your kids to appreciate everything that they get, then that's not going to happen. These These kids weren't taught that. You know, um, I no, they appreciate it for about, they like, appreciate it for about five minutes, but the, but it's not even about the appreciation. I'm talking like just that mad look in their eyes when they see those boxes, and they're just like nothing in the world exists. Yeah, well, there's various levels of that. There's the, the it's a Christmas miracle level, and then there's the I just want shit level, and it sounds like those kids are at the I just want shit level. I mean, I've heard story i mean when i was a kid i believed in the fat man and um yeah there are stories of me getting from other people 
yeah, um, like a, a light bright. And they taped like the light bulb onto. I opened the light bulb for the light bright first, and I was like, "Oh, a light bulb! Thanks." You know, I like I was, <laughs> and because I was taught by my parents to appreciate anything that you were given, you know, no matter what, even if it's something that you might not be interested in someone else thought that you would like that and that's what counts and you know so it, again it it comes from the parents the teaching of the parents that you know that is like that and well in their def- well in defense of want. these kids hold on make in defense of these kids want. they do like the pre- they do pre- they're not like ungrateful about it. they never go oh that's not what i wanted or oh i wanted the bigger one they they are very appreciative of it but it's just the fact that they literally storm downstairs scream about parents uh scream about presents get their presents and then go away and that's it and they're like thank you this is great and then you don't see them again right well that's you know that doesn't happen in in my house i mean my kid will be like, oh, it's Christmas. I'm going to sleep till 10. And, you know, when we open gifts, we open gifts. You know, so it's it's not – again, I think it's a product of the environment. And if you don't want it to be that focus, then the fat man brings one or two things. And that's it. Or the fat man fills stocking, you know. I mean – Every family is different. I'm yeah, sure. they I, have I, their own their own uh, traditions or whatnot. So y- you make it what you want it to to be. No, I but I do agree, agree on some case. I do agree though in some in the cases like you like you. Yeah, you can say, well, I, I'm going to make it what I want it to be. But you, your kid is going to be excluded. Like he's going to go to he or she's going to go to school, and people are going to be talking about Santa and what they got from Santa, and they're just going to be sitting there going. What the fuck are they talking about? Yeah, fuck. But it's yeah. not even that. It's it, you could you could tell them that Santa is not real right from the beginning, and then you could still end up in a household where it's like presents, presents, presents. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. No, that's true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because honestly, even though I figured it out young. I was still like, I get presents on the pre the Christmas Eve, and then I get presents on the day, and then I get presents on the next day, because I'm going to visit different people's households, and it's like, well, they stopped by here too, uh, you know, he he yeah. stopped over here and left a present for you because he knew you were coming. And I'm like, you know, I'm just enough with the shit. Just get let me open it. <laughs> it, it but like, it's because it was. It wasn't like discouraged to think like that is the point. We had, you know, tons of kids from, you know, essentially seven families all visiting at once. And it's like all the kids, you know, it just became that was the the opening open the presents event. And and then that was the most exciting thing. Yeah. And in your biggest problem, Skippy, is you still get together with your wife's family. I've heard the stories of your wife's family. No, it's okay. Haven't. She doesn't listen to this podcast. No, you haven't. What do you mean? Uh, from who? From where? What, what are you uh, talking about? I'm going to drink this beer. I've been your house before, and I've seen you crying in the corner in a fetal position, and I've heard what you've said. Yeah, that's it's not great. Yeah, those, <laughs> those visits up north. It's not just been, It's obviously not just her family. It's just visiting family up north. For the holidays, it's just oh my god. No, oh, oh I know, I know all about like batshit crazy family. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right. Uh, 
I think we've covered like that ad nauseum. The I know I'm gonna have to cave and just teach my kids about some goddamn pedophile that crawls in through the window or through the chimney and, and you know, touches and, and touches their little hearts with presents. So in this day and whatever. age, you're gonna show them Google Maps where, where that's tracking where Santa is yeah, at every exactly. uh, live update. Oh my god, it's so weird watching these kids actually go for that. They're just like. They literally get mad. They're like, why isn't he here yet? And then they bring up, yeah, that Google Maps thing. They're like, oh, that's because he's flying over Panama right now. And they're like, yay. That's, so, oh, God damn it. <laughs> so, just to – and it, it's okay. Just just to shed light on what Christmas is at my house, my daughter's favorite two songs, Christmas songs, are one, like Weird Al's, The Night That Santa Went Crazy, and he went and murdered all the reindeer yes. and like ground them up and shit like that. And Ben folds. Um, I forget what the. It's like crazy, me, crazy Christmas incident where basically Santa gets stuck in the chimney and dies. And like the next day, the dog's licking the Crisco off of him. And and it's so. Wow. I think she has a good handle on on what the situation is. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I want I want that. See, that'd be that'd be my ideal solution for a kid that knows that Santa is not real, but he knows that kids are dumb and believe in Santa Claus, so he uh, that, and she can just humor them basically. You know what yeah. I mean? But that's never gonna happen. That's just that's that is just not real. Well, maybe you'll you know take her into the side room and be like, "Don't tell mommy." That I yeah, said. exactly. Oh and yeah, that's, that's definitely yeah, that's definitely how I want to raise my kid. All right, everything that mommy says is wrong. Everything daddy says is right. Here's uh, a present. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, it yeah, sounds like if the kid is smart, then she'll be like, "Hey, dad, you don't want me to tell mommy the truth, do you?" So you're going to give me yeah, what's it worth? List of he'd be like. You're six years old. She's like, I'm just smart. I'm ahead of my time. <laughs> I think Santa's going to get me whatever I want this year. Uh-huh. Right, Dad? Awesome. Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. Uh, by the time she gets old enough, this world will be in ashes anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, and- actually, speaking of which, that actually brings me to, to my whole conspiracy thing whenever, whenever we're ready to talk about that. Oh, I love the Skippy conspiracies. They're the best. It's let not. Me, a, hold on. Let me get some popcorn. No, wait. Hold on. It's not. It's, okay. All right. So a couple of episodes ago, I brought up the fact that the whole uh, tiny home craze is basically preparing the future generation for a life in these tiny little spaces, these little cubicles, because you know we're gonna have. Uh, you know, obviously the population is getting out of control. The wealth. Well, it, wait. Uh, hold on. Hold. Stop. I'm sorry. I'm gonna stop you. Okay. Is the population getting out of control? Or is the population getting cold from the virus that's being released intentionally to cull the population? Well, here's the thing. What if the virus doesn't work and it doesn't control population the way the government clearly wants it to? If three people are, are quarantined, it seems like it's working. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. But just in case, at some point, diseases, you know, are just not going to do the trick. Population is going to get to a point where – not to mention the fact that people are living longer now as well, so – I know. So the tiny I, I home played, thing is a contingency theory. I played that game too. It's kind of hard to, you know, get get a foothold as as that virus trying to like take over the world. Yeah, exactly. Look, they're gonna figure. Out, look, I'm not even remotely worried about the whole uh, the Wuhan virus at all. 
it's gonna be it's gonna be okay so like i mean think of it this way right so sars and mers right they were both uh completely mishandled breakouts neither one of them by the way has a vaccine yet they're just now t uh testing the vaccine for for sars it's nowhere near ready and none of us died from sars we're fine like sars is still out there it's still technically an outbreak but wait i know why this one is the real one so i heard from a guy <laughs> that wuyan or wuhan, wuhan means raccoon in chinese so think back resident evil what was the name of the city raccoon city are you serious i have to look this up hold on a second uh, yeah i tried looking it up and and when you go into like google translate and say like what does wuyan mean it says it's oh it means wuyan so i don't know and if it's true but one, if you and, find that then and you're saying this one came from people interacting with raccoons and like the the past one was like birds sards with birds right it's no, it was no, no, a, no, it was no, a, no, it was no. an animal and fish market basically it's an yeah. it was an it's supposedly where a lot of illegal stuff gets traded this, so it's no in resident evil the city that is yes i know zero. i i i was moving away from your your comment about resident evil oh. um the in real There's life all of these raccoon. are based on animals so humans just have to stop with the animals already. We have to kill all the animals? No. <laughs> That's what you're saying. You're saying, Kevin, you're on record as saying kill all the animals. No, actually, I'm pretty... That's what you just said. Pretty certain Jerry's the one that said that. People can tell the difference between the voices. <laughs> <laughs> Skippy's still trying to see if, if it's... Really I'm still looking. Steady. I'm still looking. Hold on. Google Translate is not work, working for me very yeah, well. Yeah, I know. I told you. I tried that. <laughs> I, this is not working at all. It even detects the Chinese, and in English, it doesn't give me anything. Yeah, you know, fuck you. This is all. I, I, okay, at this point, you're obviously just trolling me. It does not mean record. No, I'm not, actually. <laughs> well, this was actually. You just got me. me. I don't know if me. it's true. I told you uh, that, though. Okay, you know what? How about this? I'm gonna I'm gonna make this easy. Okay, hang on a second. <clears throat> hang on. Let's 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 make this let's make this simple. How do you say raccoon in Chinese? In Chinese, you would say. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, let's try Mandarin. Hang on a second. Hang on. Hang on. How do you say raccoon in Mandarin? In Chinese, that's. Yeah, same thing. Okay, anyway. Well, you don't know how that's spelled. Say Cantonese. Come on, this is fun. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, this is incredibly compelling podcasting. How do you say raccoon in Cantonese? According to YouTube, 1-5-4 raccoon in Cantonese flashcard. What? What? <laughs> I don't know what that is. I have no idea what that was. But it said raccoon, so it must be okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, so no, it does not mean raccoon. Although that would be a very, a very interesting theory. It would. I'm gonna have to, I'm, I'm sorry. This one does not pass. Anyway, I digress. You were talking about tiny homes. Yes, I was saying that tiny homes is preparing the future generations to be perfectly fine with living in a tiny contained space as opposed to having a nice spacious house and a backyard and all the stuff. And I was perfectly happy to leave that conspiracy alone 
considering the fact that it was barely even contested last time. But now there's more stuff. And there's two things. The first is that in addition to this whole uh, tiny house thing, there's now been a few articles which are glamorize, uh, which are trying to, I don't know if glamorize is the right word, but basically trying to show how cool it is to live out of your goddamn fucking car. So there's people who like, they had stories about like, this one in particular that I sent you guys a link for, it was about a woman who was in an abusive relationship. And oh, oh, she- wait, 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 I have to stop you here. Worst timing, by the way, but go ahead. Sorry. I mean, I, I just think that this is tailored to you. And like you're getting things about, oh, you want to live out of your car. I haven't seen any of these, but please go on. Tell me this story that obviously everyone is getting exposed to. So it was about a woman who was in an abusive relationship. And what she did is the way she got away from it all is besides the fact that she got away from from her abuser is the fact that she Skippy. sold all her things and convert what? Were you that woman? No, I oh. no, I'm still I'm still I'm clearly still stuck in my abusive relationship. <laughs> <laughs> these tears are real. <laughs> Actually, that's funny because like uh, all funny? of our news is catered to to each of us, so it only matters if you're like talking about it, it uh, near your phone, where it like then in turn customizes your news about tiny homes. So I would agree with you on that, except this wasn't something that was like in my Google feed, because then yes, it would be like, wow, Mike is really looking to run away from his life and live in like live in a car for forever. <laughs> but no, this was like on CNN, which okay, I know, yes. Let's not even go into why the fuck I was on CNN, but the point was it was a story that was that was, uh, and I've seen a couple of them since then, about people who convert like vans, minivans, or whatever into livable spaces, and it shows like, oh, you can live this free life on the road, and you're not chained to anything, and it's so awesome. You can go wherever you want, you can see wherever you want, you can go where the weather is always nice, you can see new things. And you're you're not like bound to like this one space, and th- that's you know for oh yeah, and there's also the expense thing where it's so much cheaper and blah 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 blah. And because working on the road and working on the go is so much is is uh, is very uh, it, it's something that's pretty easily accomplished these days. You know you're not you're not going to be held back by your job anymore. You can find these jobs that let you work remote. And oh my God, live in a car. Again, think about like 10 years ago or 15 years ago, what the image of somebody living out of their van sort of portrays to the world. It's not exactly yeah, but, a glamorous life, nor is it something that's it, like, you know, cool it, and free. It's like, oh, my God, that poor guy lives out of his van. It's so funny that you're focused on this because it's it's an entertainment show. I saw the tiny homes thing and I saw somebody converting like a small size van into like this and that with the little corners, the sink and like there's a bed and all this other shit. It's it's entertaining. And then, you know, it's got ratings. So CNN is like, what the fuck are we going to do today for our own ratings? Oh, let's talk about this crazy show that's, you know, oh, and then we'll say, oh, everyone's thinking about tiny homes. And and then like, you know, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, that's funny. And then I moved on with my life. But you saw it and went, oh, my God, all the youngins of the world are like thinking about vans and, and living all over the, uh, you know, on the road. Like I so I I'm not I'm kind of exaggerating a little, but essentially I don't see it. It's, I don't I'm not hearing articles saying that everyone's doing it's the latest fad. OK, I so I have okay. article. So I knew I knew you were going to say that. So if, so if it was if it was okay so here's the thing if these were just sh- okay, uh, if, let me respond with a couple of things a 
if these were just shows, yes, you're right. They're doing it for ratings. That's fine. But it's a multi-pronged approach, okay? You have shows about this. You have stuff in the news about it. And, and by the way, both of which paint this tiny space, tiny living spaces as a really cool, positive thing. But there's also another thing. There's been an uptick in movies that portray the cliche suburban life as like evil and scary. There's been like literally these new, all these, new, there's a lot of new movies coming out, which like the, I have to send you guys a trailer. I don't remember what it's called, but there's this new movie coming out about a couple that like buys this uh, house in suburbia and it's supposed to be kind of surreal, but it's supposed to basically be a criticism of suburban life where everything looks the same. The neighbors are creepy. All the kids are weird. Everything looks the same. Everything sounds the same. Everything is just so monotonous and, and you're like trapped in this suburban hellhole where you know you're stuck to this horrible routine and it's and you're expected to do you know the same three things every single day and blah 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 and i like, think that's funny it, because i started watching downsizing last night oh <laughs> wait the wait. movie yeah oh, oh my god i still want to see that movie no you don't no you don't it, jerry <laughs> if, you're not, if you seriously if you've not finished it just stop that movie about I would say about 50% of the way into the movie, it takes a weird turn and it just becomes really just incredible. It's, it's not going to where you think it's going. That's all I'm going to tell you. It's oh, a really? really, really stupid movie. There's a reason why it, it ha- it got ripped apart by critics and wound up like tanking. And yeah. I fell asleep in the middle of it. It's, it's a horrible, horrible movie, but that's the thing. Like a lot of movie, but even that's not like the best example of it, but like, Overall, like think of all these films just that portray like the whole that portray suburbia as this creepy Stepford Wives kind of place. That's more been around more, since the fifties, you know. Yeah, but it, there's been a, there's been a significant uptick of it. I'm telling you, it's a it's all a thing to basically teach the younger generation. You don't want to have a home and a family and a backyard and security and all this stuff. No, you want to live out of your fucking car or in a little cube. You know, in a metropolitan city, that's all you need. Well, that's what uh, the cool kids are doing. Right, and and marriages where people still live in their own houses and then they just get together. That I talked about that article. Yeah, that was really a few weird. podcasts ago. Yeah, that's basically legal prostitution. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're married, so why not? Yeah, I guess. And you're not paying <laughs> them though; it's for free. You're always paying one or another. Somebody's paying. Yes. <laughs> it's it's never it's free. True. Anyway, look, so, what I'm saying is, so look, basically, twenty years you're from now, saying that you, you know, think that the the tiny home conspiracy is still alive and well. I think that we are being trained by the power, or actually, the younger generations are being indoctrinated and shown, or taught, or whatever, or getting uh, accustomed to the mentality that you, all you need is a tiny little, like you know, ten by ten cube with a toilet to live in. And you'll be completely fine. That, right. That's all you're the, looking. The Spend future. your money instead of instead of spending your money and saving your money for like a house and property. Don't do that. Buy these cool ready meal kits and Netflix. That's what you really want to spend the, your the, money on. The the and American dream. The American dream is Ready Player One and the, nothing about you know a picket fence and a whole property and a dog. Well, that's, that was my that was another thing. I really think that's another reason why VR is becoming such a thing. Why with a billion like yeah. There, like at some point you just that's going to be your life. You're just literally going to walk into your house, put on VR glasses, and have this incredible thing. You know, you can basically live in whatever kind of space you want or any kind of space you design. You're not going to be con- 
Like you actually can live in a tiny cube. Who cares? Because you live your home or whatever, or a space where you spend most of your time is going to be virtual and endless. Yeah, we all need AI implants, and then we'll just it'll be 100% virtual. Now here's my question though, and this kind of goes against my whole thing of like sounding the alarm about this. Would it really be that bad? Imagine if you did live in a tiny place. In fact, imagine your whole place was literally like just one tiny room uh, that has a bed in the toilet, right? And you can, yeah, you come home, you sit down on your bed. A hotel room. Yeah, you put on you put on these uh, VR goggles, and uh, you basically live in a VR reality most of your day. Would you be Would you be okay with that? Uh, it's it's all about perception. How do you perceive the world? Like, so, you know, that's like saying, hey, are you okay going to the office all every day? Like, you know, are you uh, like a cubicle wage slave? And are you miserable? Or do you enjoy that? As long as someone enjoys the the reality that they're given... That's what matters. So if if it's VR based and they're happy, who they don't know if they're hooked up to you know tubes or whatnot and yeah. fed nutrients. It was like, and and I know this is like entirely simplifying mm. it, but there was a um, it's called uh, the Matrix. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and it's your name is Cipher. Exactly. You want to go back in and have that juicy steak, right? <laughs> <laughs> so everything that kevin says uh, even from the simplest thing to like a matrix reference just it always sounds so sexual i don't know why <laughs> you just have a you just have a certain like tone to your voice you're like you want to go back in and have that delicious steak it's totally a, to, a totally a totally innocent phrase that totally just got me aroused i don't that's, know <laughs> that's funny but yeah well done to you but yeah so i mean I think that's what it comes down to. Are you happy? Are you okay with whatever reality you're given? If the answer is yes, then that's the end of the story. You know, I mean, and if if yeah, but you're, you're always going to be indoctrinated to enjoy that. I mean, if, if you're taking a smaller footprint in the world, I mean, is that a bad thing? Maybe not. You know. Maybe that's like, you know, the Illuminati was like, oh, my God, you know, if we can't turn, get to carbon neutral, maybe this will be a good way to fight uh, climate change. Who knows? I, I don't know. Well, it, part of the whole conspiracy part is that, you know, the, the lower class, the lower uh, income people are going to be the ones who are going to be giving up the space the wealthy are the ones who are going to be taking that space that well, space is going to be unoccupied is are they happy eating cake you know i mean if the answer is yes then is it uh, i don't know well, you know, sugar is, is the true conspiracy oh uh, yeah exactly there Wait, you what's go. The sorry what's the true sugar conspiracy? sugar sugar from okay. back from back when you know McDonald's and 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 Burger King were doing you know like you'd have like a soda fountain cafe and all that shit that was the start of you know unhealthy humans and uh, uh, the uh, unhealthy uh, pop general population and like the rich you know fed off of selling high 
fructose syrup content drinks and stuff and like you know and then people are indentured to medical bills and all this other stuff and while the rich you know drink wine and higher well, levels of whatever so i go. blame you for this skippy and i'm sure people were you know attacking people for you know screaming conspiracy back then and they were right so in 20 years i'm gonna be you know the not crazy one there, there really is a sugar conspiracy by the way no, I actually, now that you mentioned it, I think my, uh, my wife and I talked about this before, but yes. I blame you for this, Skip. <laughs> blame me? What did I do? Um, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bringing up another conspiracy? Exactly. Yeah. Triggering Kevin? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's right. No, he's, no, he's right. There's the sugar conspiracy. There's also the, uh, what was the other... Uh, yeah, when they well, okay, that's a yeah, that's a whole other conversation. I gotta go back and read that because there was a whole thing about weight loss back in the '80s or the '70s where they, you know, yeah, where they blamed sugar for it. But yeah, that's a whole other thing. So speaking of uh, uh, being healthy, that I think that leads really well into the final topic of uh, since it is 2020 and since the new year new year has started, one of the things that everyone always promises and thinks they're going to commit to is actually being healthy this year. So who made that commitment? Raise their hands. I, I, I did not. Oh, I did not. But I'd like to. But that just exists because everyone, you know, feels like, oh, I'm getting ready for the summer. And it's like, I want to, you know, be able to wear a bathing suit. And then, like, you know, when it gets cold, we're all like, oh, I got to gotta eat to, to stay warm. And I know. I totally whatever. want to wear a bikini. Yeah, I, I'm breaking out of my one piece this year. I'm thunk, going, thunk, thunk, going thunk. top and bottom. No, I actually, I, honestly, I just, uh, now that I'm getting the hang of the prosthetic, I think I'm actually, like, ready to start getting back into shape again. Like, That's I, cool. I used to I used to be in good shape. It's just that, uh, you know, certain things, including, including my injury, kind of took me out for a while. But I'd like to get back in shape. So what well, you're saying is... I have no excuse for being a fat fuck. I, 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 I mean, those are your words, not mine, but okay. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I'm not one to be like, my New Year's resolution is, but I, I need to get back into shape. Um, it was funny because I have the, the Lenovo Google Home, so it, it's got the screen, and, and when it's in, you know rest ambient whatever the fuck you want to call it mode <clears throat> it goes through all your old old pictures of like family and friends and just yesterday was my wife was like wow look at you kind of like yeah like me from like seven years or eight years ago without my my big gut and i was like yeah okay i i get it <laughs> i'm a fat fuck now you know i could easily rest my drink on on my belly there <laughs> and, you know i got this like little shelf that comes along with me well, and I was like, yeah I, mean, I have to lose like 40 pounds mm. um <clears throat> but uh yeah yeah I, the, i'm See, just for me it's not it's not even about the looking thing it's just that i just things hurt that i don't like hurting like bending, like doing certain well, things causes me that, to grunt, and I'm like, I shouldn't be grunting. I don't know. That might just be DOBC. So what? I don't know what DOBC is. Date on birth certificate. Oh, oh. Well, nice. Ugh. 
but no, 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 I need to get into like shape, shape. I, I actually, um, my workplace was offering yoga classes after work for free. So I was like, last week I was like, you know what? Dude, I highly recommend that. yoga. Yoga was always part of my routine and I'm going to add that back to it. At least once or twice a week I used to do yoga. Yoga is amazing. That's one of the yeah. reasons, by the way, it actually helped me with this injury because when, when I when I did lose my leg, uh, balance was a very important thing because I pretty much had right. to balance on one leg. Like I have, I'm really good at it literally because of years of like yoga at home. Yeah. And, and I went to this class. I was like, this is awesome. Like, wow. I'm like stretching things out and like i'm feeling things that i haven't felt before and they were like please stop and don't do that <laughs> yeah, in this class. and i was like i'm sorry that's but, not uh, that's that's not what you stretch yeah. when you're oh, in yoga okay. class i get it but uh yeah the stretching was was amazing um so you know i'm like i'm going to keep doing this and i just um uh, one of the things that i was considering doing was uh intermittent fasting i'm bad with like uh, I, I think it would be really bad with cutting like this fast. particular type of food out or changing my diet but like what i'll do is i will you know it'll be midnight and i'll be sitting down being a good citizen watching mr robot and finishing the series so i could talk about it with my friends but I'll also sit there and start snacking and shit. You know? I'm not like, going to say that that totally went over Kevin's head, but I think it might have gone over Kevin's head. Uh, yeah. No, it didn't. Unless, uh, he's, um, unless he's still dealing with Santa not being real. But, like, I'll snack what, at, like, what? midnight and everything. <laughs> so if if I could say, you know what, don't eat between 12 and, and 12, or, like, this 12-hour period... I think that's easier. That would be easier for me to do than to just be like, I'm going to cut out sugar or carbs or something like that. Well, you do so it in steps. You do it in steps. Start. That's the thing. Well, you, you yes, start. Yeah, that, you start with that. That's perfectly fine. That's, that's a really good approach to it. You, you don't have to go cold turkey healthy overnight. You just yeah, you eliminate one thing, you eliminate another, and then yeah. So. Yeah. Just, like, I pretty much eliminated I, – I mean, well, I shouldn't say – I mean, okay, I still intake sugar to a degree from certain processed foods that I eat. But for the most part, I take in very little sugar. Like, yes, I dr obviously I drink alcohol. Like, but alcohol. I drink – Right, but I drink – right. So I would say booze at this point is the biggest sugar intake I have, and that's not insignificant. But I also drink a lot less now because, you know, we have a kid on the way and because I just don't have time. But – for the most oh, part, just wait until you get that kid. Wait, you yeah. don't have time. You were just at an office party where you had to get a ride home. Yeah, and all yes, and I took a lot of sugar that day. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I fell asleep in my office. That was that was fun. I, uh, <laughs> Did people draw on you? No. What happened was some of us. Did they back. steal your leg? I got a <laughs> nice. And then no, you we weren't as balanced as your daughter. Yeah, I, yeah, like I stood up and fell right down. And I was like, well, what's going on here? And no, it was uh, basically we uh, we I got a ride back to the office because I had a couple. And then uh, one of my I promised one of my coworkers a ride home. And then the last thing I remember, I'm sitting at my desk in my office and he sort of peeks in and goes and he's, by the way, just basically falling over himself. He's like, hey. 
my fiance is going to come by and pick me up so you don't have to give me a ride home. And I was like, oh, no, I'm so looking forward to driving you home. And, you know, as soon as he's like around <laughs> the corner, like my head just dropped on the desk and I was like, that's it. Uh, I mean, you know, it was, I was out for a couple of hours. It was, it was, it was good. Time. I definitely pulled, a, like, I definitely pulled a Jerry. I definitely woke up with like a space bar like in my mouth. Nice. <laughs> good times. Yeah, and then you know, but I felt better and drove home. Everything's fine. But yeah, but other than other than alcohol, I don't. I really pretty much don't take any more sugar in during the day. I don't drink sodas. I don't drink. Um, uh, I I don't put. I mean, I drink tea and coffee during the day but i don't use sugar for those um and yeah i don't really eat candy or sweets anymore that much so that's, i have a sweet tooth that 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 would I, is that no, something I that's would i be absolutely have a sweet tooth that's difficult for me it is very hard i absolutely have a sweet tooth it has been it's very 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 hard and but what i do is just from time to time i'll you know you do the 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 cheat day or the treat where you're like oh today i'm gonna have ice cream god right. getting, getting old sucks God yeah, it really does. Yeah. It really does. Like the fact that we even need to have this conversation where I'm like, once a week, I treat myself to ice cream. It's like, holy shit, man. I used to put ice cream on my pizza while while my cheesesteak is heating up in the microwave. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't even do that anymore. Yeah, I know. It's, it's terrible. But yeah, we also have – the thing is my office also has uh, a gym downstairs, so I, I, I have oh, no – yeah, I have like no excuse whatsoever. I have access to a, a decent gym, so. I have yeah. a gym in my garage. Yeah. You know what? I find it's easier to work out not at home. I always think that like, oh, you know, if I get something for the house, it's easy. You know, I just need to take a few steps into the other room and work out. I just no. I just it's same thing as working from home for me. It's just better when I do it outside the house. Like because once I get to the place where I work out, I have nothing to do there but work out. If I'm at home. Uh, there's things competing for my attention. And I'm like, yes. oh, I could work out, but I can also work out tomorrow. I could catch up on that show today and work out tomorrow. And the next day you're like, oh, I forgot I wanted to watch this other thing. I'll just work out tomorrow. You know, yeah, so. I have I have my bike and the treadmill upstairs. And like the problem is like my wife comes home and she's just shot. And she's like, all I want to do is sit in my chair, my recliner, and like veg and watch TV. So I sit there with her um, instead of going upstairs and, like, getting on the bike for an hour, which would be good. And I, I have to talk her into, like, you know what? We're going to watch the news, which is about, like, 45 minutes to an hour. So we're going to go upstairs. You're going to get on the treadmill, and I'm going to get on my bike, and we're going to watch the news. Um, and that's – it's – it's just something that I need to enforce because I don't think that's going to come from anywhere else. But even that little bit would probably on a daily basis or like three times a week would help. Yeah. When I was younger, when I wasn't really good shape, one of the biggest things that helped is that I had somebody to work out with and we would go to the yeah. gym together and that was perfect. Like we had a schedule where, you know, you just, you just be like, Hey, in a half an hour, you're, you know, we're going to go to the gym. That was it. And yeah. when you're there, yeah, you hang out with somebody and you get your workout in. It was awesome. Here, I don't have that. So, yeah. Years ago, oh my God, um, Kevin would remember our friend uh, Rob, last name redacted. Like, we belonged <laughs> to a 24 hour gym and we would go to this gym at like 
two in the morning or like one in the morning and like work out for an hour. And it was great. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Cool. Now yeah. I'm just lazy fucking. I, I'm like, well, sit here and like eat pop tarts and watch YouTube or go down to the basement and lift weights for an hour. I'm going to eat pop tarts and watch YouTube. You right. can and just it's, stop it's, the pop tarts and watch the YouTube and you'll still lose weight. That's why oh. I said like I should start the intermittent fasting kind of thing, which is just a nice way of saying. Don't eat shit after midnight. Yeah. I mean, same thing with me as far as just going to the gym. It's like, well, I could go to the gym, but they really frown on, on me masturbating there. So I'm just going to stay home. <laughs> and then and then you and then come the Pop-Tarts. Well, among other things, that's why you have to go to a gym like I belong to where you can do that. I'm pretty sure. You know what? I'm going to let you find out the hard way <laughs> when you're escorted out of the building by the police. They've never had a problem with it before. Uh, I mean, it's a little bit difficult to keep your balance on the on the uh, elliptical treadmill when you're yeah, when when you you know, it's at that point. That's some skill. But, That's when you take your hands off. The hand. Why don't you just do it? Why don't you just do it in the sauna? It's easier. You're already wearing less clothes, and nobody knows what kind of wonderful thing is going on under that towel. Plus, there's steam. That's true. I mean, I should try that. Usually, I just do it in the uh, hot tub because it has those bubbles already. Oh, my God. You know, you can't see anything, so. Oh, so you stick it into the vent. No, that's just me. Cool. All right, whatever. (laughs) That one's on you. (laughs) You'd be surprised how suck to blow. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. So, um I think in a in a an attempt to keep this one under 2 hours, I think it's safe to wrap up here. We actually covered everything on the list. And Yeah, I don't know if we did, you know, in in depth. Not in depth, but maybe that's our problem. Maybe we covered too many things in depth. I don't know. What kind of feedback have you gotten from our listener? I don't know. Let me run the episode where we discuss fucking a hot tub by them, and we'll see what they have to say. <laughs> What's oh. the whole garden, whole home garden thing that you had there? I'm kind of interested in that. Home garden? I don't say anything about home gardening. Yeah, it's in the list. The tiny home, van living, home gardens. Oh, oh, so that was just having to do more without it. Like, they're marketing more and more things to people who again, can live in these constrained spaces. Like at this point you can buy, uh, they're, I think they're about, they range from like $800 to name, name your price. I mean, they go into the thousands. They're basically like these pods that you buy that grow vegetables inside your house. That's, that's all it is. You basically just have a mini tiny little, a little tiny farm inside your house. You can like grow. Like a grow light or chlorified so th- grow so, light? So they're trying to automate this process as much as possible. They are pretty much shelves inside this contained sort of space and they like do a everything. refrigerator yeah kind of like that yeah and you just you buy the seeds you you plant you put the seeds in there and then you just close you know where some of them are open some of them are closed and then you occasionally add water it has timers in there that it, it doesn't just auto mist it yeah yeah it does everything automatically you just you basically well, that's just cool yeah they're really really great it's hydroponics they're, on earth hydroponics thank you yes that's exactly what i was yeah what i was yeah so you buy this little tiny space and you put a couple of these hydroponic things and you grow your own spices and vegetables in there. And that's it. 
That's See, cool. you don't need a back. Yeah, you, why would you have a backyard when you can grow these things inside your house? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but I could see that just being a okay. Yeah, I could see that being a hey, we need to start having like little micro farm kind of things because we're just not able to support this. And like with climate change, uh, what might be like the farming belt now might be, you know, barren in 20 years. So this is a good what that's a good way to like. You do realize this country also wastes an insane amount of like yeah, we no, waste more. No, that's we hard. waste more food than than can be used to feed the entire world here. That's yeah. that's oh, I hate that. Like, yeah, that's... I will like my wife will be like, what's for dinner tonight? And I will be like leftovers we have tons of leftovers and i will always bring leftovers in for lunch and like eat them for dinner i'm like let's finish what we have in the fridge first before we get anything new yeah we have that discussion here all the time i literally eat like moldy cheese and and rotting meat and constantly just to prove a point speaking of which i don't feel very well yeah that's good (laughs) but at least i cut out the sugar so i'm fine hey hey Weight loss, I mean, you know, you probably have the shits 24-7. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're blowing <laughs> out of... I'm, you're, right through that's you. just water weight. You're blowing it out of every hole in your body at that point. So, yeah. like, lots because. of spring, lots of spring cleaning Mis- going on. Yeah. Mr. Pinwheel. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Look, like I said, in 20, maybe 30 years, we're going to look back on this conversation. We won't because we'll be dead. And we'll be like, wow, Skippy was right. Every all all our kids are living in tiny little boxes with hydroponics and VR goggles. Hey, you know what? The average apartment in like Manhattan is tiny. So what's the difference? You just bringing it to, you know, a a, a tiny property instead. The of difference like... is that these apartment buildings exist in very heavy metro areas. What 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 will happen is that they're going to be literally everywhere. There will be no suburban areas anymore ready I mean, player one yeah exactly rural areas it's, it will exist for a very long time but like city the the areas i mean even now like look i'm sitting in my house and i'm looking outside and it's really kind of creepy like these houses these gigantic houses are just mere yards away from one another they're trying to compress everything into little space they're trying to cram yeah. as many people as possible into little into tiny little spaces and it's not going to get any better it's because if they can make those living spaces even smaller, they can cram even more people together. So it's going to happen, man. I'm telling you. <sighs> yeah, it's going to houses. be just like urban sprawl, like arcologies and everything. Although there's so much – like when you – if you've ever done a cross-country drive or driven through a few states, there's so much space that's just empty. Yes, and like totally. It has way more to do with like jobs and the ability to sustain your life. It's not really about space and all that other stuff. It's about no, no, it's not. Right, it's about right. It's not about yeah. It's not about. It's about taking the people that are spread out and bringing them in. It's about condensing that basically. So yeah, when we did motorcycle trips, we drove through incredibly isolated areas. We drove through through legit dead towns, which are incredibly creepy, by the way. Like literally towns where they have houses and businesses that are you know boarded up or whatever, where nobody lives. Like you could technically squat there for God knows how long at this point. I don't think they get. I don't think there's functional utilities there at this point. But these are ghost towns. 
Well, yeah, that's creepy. That is creepy. Yeah, and if you think about it, why not just take a bunch of homeless people and just let them live? <laughs> well, they'll just stay homeless. Well, you should run for president. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I saw a bumper sticker today on a car that said, like, any functioning adult 2020. Yeah, I saw, I, I saw that. Yeah, there's a <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like maybe I feel like maybe one of these episodes we should just because I feel like it's like this whole political thing is like holding in one big fart. I think we should just like <laughs> say fuck it and just have one weird episode where we do nothing but just yell about politics just to just get out of our system. Let it go. Oh, really just be back. just be angry about it for like an hour or two and then move on to and then, then, then an hour or two. and then just go back because yeah because at some point you just wind up going in circles. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But anyway, uh, well, see, damn it, I was trying to end this podcast. Why don't we just Sorry. split the country note, but... and have two countries? Yeah, we yeah, tried that. Yeah, oh, that's it, great. It, it caused yeah. a war where many people died. We'll have the United well, why States we have of to have America a war? and the United States of dipshits. Yeah. Fuck. Dumb Southerners. The CAS well, and the I mean, California CAS. wants to secede more than anything. Like, California is legitimately like, dude, we're fine. You guys can do whatever the fuck you want. We're getting the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah, in the next 50 years, we're going to be like our own island anyway. Well, <laughs> yeah, they're underwater. Yeah, they will be. <laughs> they'll they'll have a the, – their tectonic plates will separate and they'll be on, separated by water. Speaking of which, California is the other state that has uh, reported cases of the coronavirus, so – I thought Texas. Maybe Texas as well, but California is there, which is a good sign, by the way, because that's where all the wealthy white people live. So that means they're going to find a cure for this thing by like the weekend. There's other wealthy white people areas. Yeah, but California is like the wealthy white people area. I guess. It's all the actors and actresses. We're not going to have any good movies anymore. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. We haven't been. Skippy will be like, oh, please. They're all from they, – they, now it's Britain that's coming up with good ones. Look, Speaking of was, Skippy, have yes. you ever seen Hobbs and Shaw? No. I oh, my God. Seen I still have not I seen it. I saw that movie, and How it, was it sucked balls. Really? Really. It was horrible. I feel I feel good hearing that because you and I have oh such different movies that I, I, I think I'm going to like it. Well, so how did you feel about the other Fast and Furious shows? Movies. Well, there was the, there was that one in Tokyo, and there, there were there. There were some okay good ones, and some like I didn't see every single one of the like what eleven of them or whatever. But... <laughs> okay, so you're forty-seven. I haven't, I haven't seen the other eleven. There's only eight, but okay. <laughs> but uh, that's only you know that's right around the corner. The yeah, it's true. I saw maybe two, uh, probably two that I remember, and then probably three. Did you see the yeah. one where they're racing literally on ice? Yes, nuclear That's submarine. That's the one they're, I saw, and I, I actually was entertained by that, although it's oh, weird. Shit, that was damn it. No, maybe we. Uh, I'm <laughs> no, but there's no one. freaking way you're gonna. They, they. Oh, I can't. I'm not gonna like. What spoilers? I know what the movie is about. No, <laughs> but well, you see it in the coming attractions. They the last battle is all with like the the hey, like, there's my dog melee weapons. You know, there's no guns at all. It's like what the fuck is this? Well, there shouldn't be any weapons. It was a movie franchise launched about car racing. 
Yeah, <laughs> it was interesting car stuff. But... The fact that there's a nuclear submarine in the last one really kind of goes against the original vision of this franchise. Wait till you see Hobbs and Shaw. I will. I will definitely see Hobbs and Shaw. I'm sorry. I. I. I have. I love. The I'm Fast not telling and you not to watch it. I'm just saying that yeah. was a shitty I, movie. I love the Fast and Furious franchise almost as much as I love the Star Wars franchise. It's very, very hard for them to do me wrong. I will complain about it. I will criticize it, but I, will I was going to say you love the Star Wars movies. Of course, I love the Star Wars movies. I'm. I'm one of the few people that likes the prequels. For fuck's sake, I will admit they're horrible, but I. But I fucking enjoyed watching them. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're bad movies, but who cares? I mean, and that's the thing. Like, I will admit that all the Fast Furious movies are terrible, but I love them. Oh, what's really ironic is that the new Bad Boys movie, which I tried to, which I thought was going to be terrible, is apparently getting really, really like rave reviews. Apparently, it's supposed to be the best uh, Bad Boys movie so far. I have no desire in any Bad Boys movie. No, you should see the first one. The first one is great. The first one is very nostalgic. It's it's like the '90s action movie like buddy cop action movie where you know what a lot of the things that they do and talk about like totally has not aged well like there's way too much weird like misogyny and racism in it where back in <laughs> that it was kind of okay but right now you're like oh no this is not okay at all i, I feel kind of uncomfortable watching this yeah, yeah yeah that's like typical like that like oh my god we used to like say this in public holy crap yeah there's a lot of that shit old yeah. 80s stuff there's a great college humor uh, skit, college humor, rest in peace, where they talk about where they're trying to plan a, a prank. I feel like we talked about this before. They're trying to plan a prank on, like, their friends, and they use 80, 80s movies as references, and they go through, like, Revenge of the Nerds, uh, Porky's, and all this other stuff. And I've seen this or heard of it. I can send you a link for it. Uh, it's it's great. They're like let's do like they're like let's do this. Like we'll hide like under the thing, and then when he's giving a speech at the podium, like we'll hire a prostitute to, like to like suck his dick. And they're like, dude, that that's rape. Like and they treat they go through all this and they go through all these things and they half the gags they pick are out of like Revenge of the Nerds and they're like, well that's rape and this is rape. <laughs> and, they're like, and they're like, wow, those nerds were rapey. Like what? The, like a lot of the stuff in those movies like is incredibly inappropriate. They obviously touch on the Van Wilder scene where they you know they send those jocks a bunch of eclairs filled with dog semen and they're like, yeah, that's not okay at all. <laughs> like you can't do that shit. <laughs> those the one that are, those movies the one are that not stands out. out. Like uh, the the Italian job, at the end everyone is showing a scene of like what they did with their money, yeah. and and as the the nerd guy has the stupid like giant speaker wall and he wants to blast the clothes, clothes off the woman, yeah, it's so wrong at so many levels. Like not only is it not physically possible, it's it's that's rape if it were possible yeah you watch those movies and they're like and they're like here's a prank we drug him and we drag him to this thing and we force this like man to have sex with him and it's like yeah you're right dude that is straight up that's straight up cosby level rape what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's not just normie normal yeah, rape that's it's cosby not... level rape. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's extra special it's like, rape. yeah you know? it's like cosmic and no cosby level yeah, you know, yeah, you put some in my Jello, but it's yeah, it's really <laughs> not cool, man. Not cool. Uh, anyway, all right. So I think that I think that politics and rape is uh, really like not the best place to end a podcast, but we're gonna do it anyway because it's uh, running way too long. So and maybe next time we can end with something positive. Speaking of positive, you know what time it is? Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go. You know, here I will drink to twenty twenty. 
may it be free of free. stupid politics and Cosby level rape. There you oh, go. you're already you're. That's not positive. That's sarcasm. <laughs> that's the best. No, we, that's the dude, best we can do with this. That's, that's the best we can do. You know what? I'll even throw in like may there not be any OJ level murders or something like that. Like just just regular murders. It's pretty yeah. It's pretty. If there's gonna be rape and murder, please make sure it's not Cosby level rape or OJ level murders. Let's keep it simple. (laughs) Oh my god! And may the Democratic nominee be actually okay. Yeah, good luck with that. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna expand on what Jerry said, and I, I also would like for a better 2020. But more or less, I think that 2020 might be a good chance to improve on ourselves, since we were talking about fitness and health before. So let's try to, uh, let's try to make ourselves better, both mentally and physically. And so, you know, should 2020, we... the year that Skippy Spawn comes into existence. Yeah, I have to, I have to get healthy for Happy this company, incoming child. Yes, right. I want to make a. I, I don't know if I have power to make the world a better place for my child, but I'm gonna try to be to make myself a better parent for my child. So there you go. That's my that's that's yeah. Let's should we let, should we weigh in right? for each episode that we're doing from now on? Um, I think once you know what I I say we hold off for now and wait till the kid arrives and then you can get updates and I can be like, guys, you're never gonna believe this. You're never gonna believe what this kid did. It no pooped. no I meant like <laughs> it physically seven times. In. Because you were talking about getting in shape, like, hey, it's 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 Jerry and he's weighing in at 199, and so there is a good way to keep people honest about staying in shape and fit and being fit. But I would say that weight is not a good actually way to keep track of that because if you're, it depends on what kind of like health and fitness thing you're doing. In some cases, you're actually going to gain weight. Muscle is heavier than fat, so. When I was actually in shape, my weight went up for a while, but I was much – I looked a lot better than I do now. I can put it that way. So weight is not a good idea. Well, what I'll a, tell you I'm so far past that that like if I replaced – if I put on a lot of muscle, if I was actually in shape, I'd still weigh less than, than so I the do weird, So the weird thing about that is if you actually went straight to like strength uh, training or like muscle building – the fact that you have body mass would actually work in your advantage. You really would build muscle a lot quicker than somebody who's scrawny. Yeah, right. For the one, on the one hand, you're already you have like maybe not efficient muscle mass, but like you're carrying around or whatever. So there's core and all that. But anyway, I actually lost weight in the last three months that I uh, started working remote because now I don't eat crap at work at the office. Yeah, that's good. Lunch and shit. Yeah, that's a cool story, but you're supposed to leave a ending message for the podcast, though. But thank you for that. I appreciate oh, it. I, oh, I already did. <laughs> what was it? It was the Welcome Skippy Spawn. Oh, okay. Oh, you made it. Dude, oh, that's, that's so not nice. going to happen for like six months yet. So That's 2020. What that's, are you 2020 about? that's 2020. That counts, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. It's a good year to be born. Well, I don't know if it's a good year to be born, but well, it'll no, be the not, start of no. a good future. It's been a while since there was any good year to be born, so that's whatever. That that poor kid. I'm gonna have to yeah. charge up my GoPro and you know, like, so I could see the Skippy Spawn being like shot out. <laughs> please, please do not. I'm come invited at my, to the hospital. Please right? do not. Please, please do not come at my. Can, can I come to the hospital? <laughs> at my wife in labor, sporting a GoPro on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, uh, 
Oh yeah, four K, sixty frames a second, baby. That's right. <laughs> oh my god. I'm gonna do the wait, wait, wait. Let me put this on super slow mo. Yeah. Hey, have you heard of fisheye lens effect? <laughs> All right, you can really get up in there. <laughs> I smell. I smell goop. Oh, I smell a candle. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh god, that's the worst. That's the worst thing to yell in my, in my wife's delivery room. Oh my god, it smells like a candle in here. <laughs> oh, I just bought this candle yesterday. Did you get it also? <laughs> uh, terrible. All right. Uh, oh, that's a good. Yeah, good definitely, de- definitely good one to say good night on. All right, you guys have a good night. Thanks, to everybody. We're gonna wrap it up here. Good All night, right. love All you. Right. All right. Happy 2020, everybody. (laughs) God help us all. This has been a production of It's Just Me Studios.